Welcome, everybody, to another Baseball America High School podcast. I'm Connor Glassy, coming to you from the DeMarini Demo House podcast nook. When it comes to buying a baseball bat, DeMarini just changed the game. Introducing Demo House, where you can step into the cage and hit the latest from DeMarini before you buy, because there's no substitute for hitting a real baseball or talking to people who know both bats and batting. Your demo time in the cage is free. Get the season started right. Visit your nearest Demo House today. Locations and full details can be found at dmarini.com backslash demo house. Okay, well this week I spoke with Tony Walters, a shortstop from Rancho Buena Vista High School in Vista, California. Tony ranks as the number 22 prospect on Baseball America's latest high school top 100 prospect list. So let's listen to the interview. Okay, so Tony, how's the season going for you so far? Uh, it's going good. Um, baseball season starting off. Um, I'm a senior at Rancho Buena Vista, and uh, it's going good. Um, crazy stuff, just like um, proms coming up, um, seasons. Just, I, I think I'm just really excited for season, just how we're going to turn out this. Um, we, our team's really good. We're ranked um, 14th in the nation, and um, I'm really proud of a lot of the guys I'm playing with. Um, we have five guys that are playing D1 baseball, and... Um, um, I've played with all these guys my whole life, so just really excited what we're going to do this season. So well, that's great. Take a minute yeah. and tell us about some of the other players on your team, because a lot of times, you know, we focus on on the top guys so much that some, you know, some other guys don't get recognition. So tell us about some of the other players on your team. Um, so the five guys that are going to D1 schools are Jake uh, Jimmy Allen, um, Reed Resnick. And Anthony MacGyver, and um, um, Anthony MacGyver is going to Notre Dame as a pitcher. He's a left-handed pitcher. Yeah. Um, he's he's really good. Um, that's probably high 80s, maybe low 90s. Really good. Hit some good stuff. And then um, Reed Rezichek. He's a right-handed pitcher. He's going to Indiana University. Um, he's a right-handed pitcher, and um, he throws probably low uh, low low 90s. So he throws hard. Yeah. Um, and then um, let's see, Jimmy Allen. He's a he's an infielder. Um, he's a pitch short, but he plays third for us. Um, he, he's going to Cal Poly, um, San Obispo. Yeah. And he's um, playing short there. And so um, and then Jake Sinnett, He's a third. He's a third base and first base. He's a quarter guy. Yeah. Um, he's he's about like six. He's like six. Four, six, five, and um, he, he's a really good hitter. He's a power hitter. It's all fields. He's, he's really he's going to Maryland. Okay, right hander yeah, or left hander? He's, uh, he's a right hander. Okay, nice, so he's, nice. He's really good. Yeah, and the season's going well for you. Yeah, season's going good. A little slow start, but coming back and um, trying to bring, just trying to make the team better and. Um, I think, I think we're going to have a good season, and I'm going to try to do my best and see what, see what goes on. Sure. So, okay. Well, take us back to the beginning. How did it start for you? When did you start playing baseball, and, and what was it about baseball that really drew you in? Oh, when did I start baseball? Yeah. Um, I started baseball and t-ball, so probably around, like, five. Yep. And um, I played at uh, just my local little league, Rancho Buena Vista. Little League and uh, started there. I played on the, I think it was called, 
I don't remember the name, but it was a funny name. Um, but yeah, I played T-ball. I was all over the place. Like I played right field. I'll probably be over my first base getting the ball. And yeah. I, was, I was just a crazy little kid running everywhere in T-ball. And then I played. Let's see, I played hockey. I played hockey for a while. Yeah. So I was, I think, tall. I was like eleven. Ice hockey. And, uh, uh, roller hockey. Okay. Yeah, and um, hockey was the best. Like, I that was probably my one of my favorite sports. And then baseball. I was like, yeah, baseball is my favorite sport. So I kind of didn't do any other sports, but baseball. I wanted to focus on that. And um, but yeah, um, played t-ball. I played little league. All at uh, Pony, and then I played Colt, and then I came to high school, and then travel ball through then. Yeah. And nice. Yeah, it was baseball, baseball out. I, my family's really baseball out. Yeah. Our life. <laughs> I'm sure. So. Do you do any uh, any surfing or boogie boarding or anything like that? Yeah, I surf. Um, I go surfing a lot. Um, in the summer, when I, uh, actually this summer I wasn't home. I, I was home for two weeks, and I yeah. I probably surfed twice. Um, but I usually go surfing like in the mornings, and sometimes go with my friends. And um, but yeah, um, surfing's probably one of my hobbies. I go with my sister. She's really good. Um, um, she's a longboarder. I'm a shortboarder, and um, just yeah, surfing. And, that's most I can do. Like my parents don't want me skateboard or anything like that. So, yeah. but uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned you know you were you were gone all summer. Tell us about what that was like. You know, traveling around the country, playing in all the showcases, and and then for Team USA. Yeah, it was um, it was a really good experience. Really, um, I, I grew up this this summer. So I'm really seeing how it's gonna maybe turn out um, after June, and um, I'm I left for. Uh, let's see what I go first. I think I went to Minneapolis for the national showcase. I went there. Yeah. And then from there, came home for like a day and then left for um, Georgia. Okay. So I was, in Georgia, I was in Georgia by myself for two weeks. And then, or no, no, let's, let's hold that back. I went to North Carolina for the Tournament Stars. Yeah. And then from, the, from North Carolina, I, I flew to Georgia. And that was, that whole trip was about a month. Yeah, so I was gone from home, and then let's see, where else did I go? Uh, and then I think USA Baseball came in, and that was a great experience. Going to going to Venezuela for about a month, month and a half maybe. Yeah, and um, playing with some really good players like James Callahan. Let's see, like Carson Whitson and all those players, Sean Coyle, yeah. and all those guys, and um, just uh, making those relationships and friendships, and those those are gonna last forever. Like I still talk to all of them, and it's it, I think it's great. And going for USA baseball, it's just you're playing for USA, and you learn so much when you're out there about how we take everything for granted here, and it just. It's hard saying like what we saw back there, but it really, really taught us some good lessons and show, like showed us a lot. And we don't take anything for granted for a while. So um, having having hot water here is just like wow. Like we didn't get any hot water back there. So yeah, I think we. I think it was a great experience, and um, I'll do it any day. 
It's a great point. That, it was the uh, it was the second time you did that because you were on the 16U team that won gold medals versus Mexico, right? Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you, one player, you know, Bryce Harper was on both those teams as well. What was it like playing with him with all the the hype and exposure he was getting?
we uh, we made a little remix with songs. Yeah. So um, we like started out with like Taylor Swift, who like loves loves stories, loves songs. Yeah. We like started out with that one, and then we go like Journey, or we like we like skidded out all the songs, and we like airbanded it kind of. Nice, like a, a mashup, hard. right? Yeah, yeah. It, it was fun. All well, right. well, we didn't win. It sucked. I thought we did. Everyone loved ours, but I don't know. Who won? Garrett Chikini? Yeah, his story that he told. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. He I heard it was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great storyteller. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's that? What did, he t- did he tell you about the threats? That story that he told? I didn't hear from him. I heard it from uh, Riccobono. Oh. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Because our office is actually out here in North Carolina. We're like 15 minutes down the road from that USA complex. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, one other thing, you know, you played in the Athletic game this summer, and you were the Athletic MVP. That must have been really exciting for you, being that it was in your hometown, basically. Yeah. It was, it was, it was awesome. Like, I just, when I got to the hotel and saw all the guys, I was like, shoot, I'm the shortest guy again or something. <laughs> and then, but then I started seeing guys, because I, I, like, knew everyone. I knew everyone, like, we all been playing with each other over summer and everything. So yeah. I felt, I didn't feel like it was, like, anything different. We're just all in cool gear now, and, like, we're all, like, well, there's two teams, but we're all, like, one. Like, there's a game room and everything. And, um, just, um, it was crazy. Like, the hotel and everything was super nice. And then every, all the equipment we got at the beginning was all nice and everything. We're, we're stoked in life. And I was like, dude, this is fun. Yeah. And then, um, then we started just, like, having meetings and stuff, talking about, like, about the game and, like, how it's, it's not just about the game. We're just giving back. And, like, it really, like, uh, showed us, like, yeah, it's about, like, yeah, if you do good in baseball, like, how about not keep all your money, have, give some way and get back to the community and really get involved and everything. Sure. And going, going to the hospitals, it was, it was crazy, like, seeing, seeing those, some of those kids have, it, it was sad, like, I was sad, but when they would smile, it would, like, it, like, it, I want to go back, like, I'm for sure going back, like, before I go off to school or the draft or whatnot, um, I'm going to go back with some of my friends and um, just volunteer some time and see some of the kids and play with them. And, yeah. Um, it was it was a really good experience, and the, the game was awesome, too. We got the, got the Petco Park and got there early. We got to do PP, and it yeah. was a really good experience. Like, the game, like, I was... We we got, we got in the clubhouse and I was like, man, this is awesome. Like, oh, yeah. shoot, this is what I want to do one day. Like, yeah. Just, I was kind of emotional about it for for probably like half an hour, and I was like, okay, I need to get serious for the game. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was awesome. And then sharing with all all my friends, I was it was cool. Yeah. Did you have a lot of friends and family there? Yeah. Um, there's probably. My parents said there was maybe 100, 150 people in their section oh, that were great. my friends and stuff. So, yeah, it was, it was cool. It yeah. was really cool. Did you uh, did you grow up rooting for the Padres? Um, yeah, I kind of we always went to the, went to Qualcomm and watched games there and everything. 
And then, um, yeah, I always, I was just a Padre fan because of San Diego. I lived there and everything. But I'm mostly all the teams, like, fans. Like, I, I really like just watch, watching baseball. Like, it's awesome. Like, I have favorite players in every team. And so I'm not just a Padre fan. But, right. Who are some of your favorite yeah. players? Mm, one of my favorite players, probably Jose Reyes or Dustin Pedroia. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Nice. Okay, tell me about, like, when you stepped up to the plate, what, uh, what kind of approach do you take up there every, every time? Um, well, I step in the play, um, have to touch the box once with my bat, and then do two little, like, bat, like, flip things, and then I get in there, make sure I'm relaxed, I breathe, I focus on breathing through my nose, like, exhale with my mouth, and... And then I focus on the outfield, focus on the outfielders, and then um, I see the pitcher when when he twitches for the first move when he's about to throw. I look at like the on his if it's a right hander on his right side of the brim, or the, if it's a left hander go on the the left side of the brim. And then I just try to pick up uh, the seams of the ball, try to find what pitch is coming. And then usually, if it's not, if I'm not, if I'm lead off, I usually watch the first pitch, if it's the first bat. But if I'm not, I'm usually, straight, I'm usually, I'm a pretty, like, I usually want to hit the first fastball I see. Yeah. And if it's my pitch, I usually want to hit it. I don't, I usually, I, I, I'm really patient too, but if I see the pitch I want, oh, I'm going to hit it. So, um, but I usually want, I, I usually want to go in there really, really relaxed and, um, Make sure my legs are really relaxed and everything. But I really focus before, like, I was, um, super dumb. This was a while ago. And, um, I was listening to him. I read his book and everything. And what he always focuses, like, he says, like, when you stare at something, it starts getting, like, blurry if you stare for too long. And, like, so, like, I would always stare at the pitcher. And then, like, you could, you can't see the ball as good as you, if you stare at it for a while. And so, um, he always did, he always would, like, focus on the outfield sense, the outfield, like, the right fielder or the left fielder. And then when the pitch, when the pitcher starts to wide up, he'll he look at the pitcher and then start focusing on it. And then it'll be, a, he, he actually said he could see the ball better. And so I started practicing that a while ago, and it, it actually worked. Yeah. And so, like, I think that's one of the best things I've done for getting ready for my bat. And, um... I see the ball. I see the laces a lot better on the ball. So I think that's one of the best things I've done. Okay. But, yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Overall, overall, how would you describe yourself as a player for someone that hasn't seen you? Maybe you know someone listening that hasn't seen you yet. How would you describe yourself to them? Um, I'm a dirtbag. I like getting dirty. Um, I, I just I'm I don't know. I'm a baseball player. I just. I like to go all out. Like if, if I cut my leg up and bleeding, I don't care. I want I want to show. I want to like like I don't know. I can I can play with like broken fingers. I could play with like one eye. Like I'll go I'll go play. Like even if I have like a broken arm or something, like I don't care. I want to play baseball. Yeah. And I'm just one of those guys that just. Uh, all I want to do is play baseball. So, like, Absolutely. I I I have a glove on right now. Like, that's how much I'm obsessed <laughs> with baseball right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I play. I love it. And, um, that's all I do. Yeah, that's one of the things I noticed about you. When I saw you down in Jupiter, um, down there at the World Wood Bat, 
I noticed, you know, you played catch longer than anybody. You were out there with Frankie Christian just airing it out to center field longer than anybody playing catch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I usually do long toss before every game. It's kind of, it's, it helps my arm. And um, it got, it, uh, my arm's got a little stronger, and I've seen that long toss has done that for me. So Sure. I usually do long toss before every game. Good deal. Uh, yeah. You faced you faced a lot of good pitchers, you know, not from just growing up in San Diego, but then going out on the showcase circuit and playing with Team USA. Who's the best pitcher you've ever faced? Um, let's see. Um, probably one I've faced is Caleb Coward. Yeah. Probably he, he probably just how he throws, how his wind up everything, how he throws over, and how much his ball moves. Probably him. He's probably the scariest guy I've ever faced. Yeah, he's he's very good both ways. Yeah, he's yeah. both. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, I faced him first time in Georgia, and yeah, it's, it was he's dirty. He's I like I like how he pitches. Yeah. Okay. Um, probably someone I haven't faced is Jameson. Yeah. I don't want to face him. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, he's huge. He he's two of me. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't, and he said he'd throw a fastball to me, but I, I don't know if I want to. Uh, yeah. He's up to, like, 99 <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, do you have any, any superstitions or special routines you go through on game days? Um, I always have to do long toss for a game. Yeah. Um, I always have to, let's see. I always have to have my helmet and bat on the bench, like, next to each other perfectly before, like, my first at bat. Um, I always have to clean my cleats before a game. Um, let's see. My my hat has to be perfectly curved all the time. Uh, a lot of California guys rock the, the flat brim, not you. No, that's not me. Yeah. Uh, no, not the flat brim. Um, what else? I'm not really a superstitious kind of guy. Like, if I sometimes like after a game, if I do good at that game, I have to wear the same sliders and everything like for that next game. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't wash them or anything. Um, something like that. Um, nothing really. Nothing no. crazy though. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing okay. crazy. Um, what's something that most people wouldn't know about you? Um, probably that I'm thinking I'm really, uh, let's see. Gosh, um. Think about that one. All right. Can we come back to that one? Sure, sure. How about what's your favorite uh, musical group or artist? Favorite artist? Um, Probably Journey. Or no, I mean, yeah, yeah, probably Journey. Nice. Nice. How about favorite movie? Favorite movie? Um, Let's see. Probably For the Love of the Game. Okay. Yeah. How about this? Growing up in, in Southern California, have you ever 
Met anyone, any, anyone famous, any movie stars or anything like that? Um, I actually haven't. I haven't. Alright. No, um, like, I've, I've seen, um, have you seen Johnny Tsunami? No. Oh, uh, well, it's just, it's just a movie on Disney Channel, and I met the guy that was, like, like, the, the surfer guy that was on, on in that movie, and I met him. Alright. Um, but I've, I've seen people, but not really met anyone yeah. or anything. Yeah. Alright, um... April Fool's Day was a couple of days ago. Did you play any pranks on anybody? <laughs> yeah, I actually pulled some pranks on some of my friends. Um, I was like, I called one of my friends and I was like, dude, I just have a long talk with my parents. And um, they said we're, we're, we have to move to like, huh. San Francisco in a couple weeks. Oh. And so, were these like, teammates? So we, they, like, I did it on a couple of my friends. So I like, kept on calling my friends and was like, doing that joke and they were believing it and so like they called back they're like dude are you serious like we, we need you like for baseball and everything like we're gonna miss you <laughs> like dude i can't like i i have to go like my parents with their jobs and everything there's and then i called them all back i was like april fools and, <laughs> and they all text me back and they're like all mad at me and everything <laughs> ignoring me for a couple hours listening to another Baseball America High School podcast. And remember, when it comes to buying a baseball bat, DeMarini just changed the game. Introducing Demo House, where you can step into the cage and hit the latest from DeMarini before you buy. Because there's no substitute for hitting a real baseball or talking to people who know both bats and batting. Your demo time in the cage is free. Get the season started right. Visit your nearest Demo House today. Locations and full details can be found at demarini.com backslash demo house. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.